This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, May 21st. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Enforcing farm worker safety with COVID. Where's the water portfolio? And small farms feel left out. Bill adds enforcement teeth to COVID guidance for farm workers. Assemblymember Robert Rebus, who represents a Central Coast district, said the state has a moral responsibility, moral duty, to protect the vulnerable. This extends to farm workers facing the threat of exposure to the coronavirus. His measure, Assembly Bill 2043, aims to solve agriculture's problem of having a patchwork of health and safety guidance that varies by county. The Assembly Labor Committee debated the bill yesterday. The measure would require employers to implement statewide guidance on COVID-19 and give Cal OSHA the regulatory muscle to enforce the standards. Rebus also hoped to add an urgency clause to accelerate the timeline on the regulations. While farm worker and anti-pesticide groups supported the bill, several ag groups opposed. Michael Miller of the Association of Wine Grape Growers argued the standards vary by county because the requirements for the virus are very different. The state has supported local leadership during the pandemic. He said overlaying county guidance with a statewide standard would create more problems. The Cal Chamber advocate added the state already has an enforcement lever for health and safety standards. He said it was widely known that a similar measure relating to wildfires ended up having a lot of problems. The measure, however, swiftly passed the committee and is on its way to appropriations. Water portfolio will remain in limbo this year. Governor Newsom's water resilience portfolio outlining the state's policy priorities is yet to be finalized. The task force was to deliver the final document to the governor in March. The Water Commission had been scheduled yesterday to to discuss the state's role in financing regional conveyance, but that would simply be premature, said Executive Officer Joe Yun. It's unclear what impacts today's budget realities will have on the implementation of that document. What we do know is the state is not focusing on any further investments in water projects this year. The agency's quote will now look to integrate and build on programs, policies, and investments already in place. That, according to an assessment of the budgets, may revise by the rural county representatives of California. Remember, the first draft of the portfolio was promised for early fall 2019, but delayed until January. Under the January budget proposal, the portfolio relied heavily on the administration's proposal for a climate resilience bond on the November ballot. But the governor has now sidelined that bond proposal. And on that note, the executives from seven out of the eight storage projects in California are asking the commission for regulatory relief. Specifically, they would like commission staff to consider modifying water project allocations from Proposition 1 bond money to assist projects struggling under the economic downturn. The commission may consider the issue at a future meeting. Small Farm Advocates Fault Aid Program. Advocates of small-scale farming say those producers won't get the help they need 
from the $16 billion in coronavirus relief payments that will start flowing next month. The criticism is ironic given that a farmer who sells directly to consumers was included in the White House announcement of the program on Tuesday. The president recognized the importance of farmers who sell directly to their customers during his announcement of the CFAP program. It is unfortunate that the program USDA created does so little to support them, said Eric Diebel, policy director of the National Sustainable Agriculture Coalition. NSAC says, among other things, the program won't properly account for market losses to farmers who sell directly to their customers, supplied local and regional markets where prices may be higher, or produce crops that warrant premium prices. By the way, Scott Sink of Southwest Virginia Farmer, who spoke at the White House event, called the payments, quote, a bridge that will help us get into the new growing season. Sink said he has a catering and farm-to-table business, along with raising livestock, produce, and custom hay. Now, take note, Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue reiterated yesterday that he expects Congress to authorize additional payments. The Secretary told the Red River Farm Network, We don't believe this amount of money is adequate. Frankly, I think Congress understands that as well. Dairy Program Triggers The Farm Bill's dairy margin coverage is triggering payments for the first time this year as the result of the severe drop in milk prices in March. USDA says the March margin was 9.15 per hundredweight, which is below the highest margin that producers can sign up for, 9.50 per hundred. It's also the first DMC payment in seven months. USDA has declined to reopen enrollment for 2020, but the 2021 sign-up is expected to begin in July. USDA projects payments will trigger through the rest of the year. Given the hardships faced by dairy producers, DMC payments this year are no surprise. That Alan Bjerga, a spokesman for the National Milk Producers Federation. DMC is working as intended for farmers who participate, protecting them against market downturns and unforeseen circumstances. Biden uses food disruptions to knock Trump. Former Vice President Joe Biden is making President Donald Trump's handling of the COVID-19 crisis a major campaign focus, and he's expanded the criticism to include Trump's management of the disruptions in the food supply. On yesterday, during an online roundtable, Biden charged that USDA moved too slowly to take surplus food off the market and deliver it to needy people. USDA has now done that with the launch last Friday of the $3 billion Farmers to Families Food Box program. Biden made no mention of that program. Biden also said the administration should have a food system coordinator to know where there's food shortages and how to get food to the people in need. He didn't elaborate on how that person would coordinate with the USDA. I'll take note. The virtual roundtable was hosted by Democrat Representative Ron Kind, whose western Wisconsin district Trump won in 2016. Barack Obama carried that district easily in 2008 and 2012. You can read more on the roundtable at agripulse.com. Watchdog faults EPA on science issues. EPA needs to address concerns within the agency about scientific integrity, EPA's Inspector General says. 
Half the agency employees responding to a 2018 survey disagreed with a statement that senior leaders make the scientific and or non-scientific basis for their policy decisions accessible, transparent, according to an IG report. Other recommendations include developing procedures for addressing and resolving allegations of scientific integrity violations, communicating the outcomes of reports of SI violations, and improving the release of scientific information to the public. Well, here's today's He Said It. This country has now been reminded that food just doesn't magically appear on our plates bet Joe Biden on the impact of the COVID-19 crisis. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, May 21st, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.